Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. I am super excited to have Samantha Gladish here today to talk all about starting her own successful nutrition business, when she started seeing clients, how she's really scaled her business to do her podcast and partnerships and online courses, and really get her advice for new nutritionists just getting started. So let me just tell you a little bit about her first. So as a holistic nutritionist and hormone fixer-upper, Samantha specializes in helping women reclaim their metabolic health and heal their thyroid with delicious food. Samantha's passion and excitement for helping people live healthier, happier lives comes across in everything she does. After building a successful online brand, Samantha has gone on to create a business mentorship program helping other practitioners and coaches gain the confidence and marketing skills to grow their online business. I'm really excited to have you here. So accomplished. Thank you. Thank you for coming and sharing your knowledge. (laughs) Thank you. My pleasure. It's always kind of awkward sitting there as you have somebody read over your bio. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely the right person to come on and talk about the journey of your nutrition business and the success you had and, and kind of almost the scale you've brought it to, because I'm Mm -hmm. sure when you started out, which I'm sure we'll get more into, you didn't start with the podcast and the courses and, you know, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of that kind of dripped in over time. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get there, what about Mm -hmm. telling everyone, like what even brought you to study nutrition to begin with? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like so many people get into this space because of their own health issues. And so I was always innately interested in food and nutrition and just like very connected to the earth and all things natural, like just growing up, I was, I was very connected to that. And so it kind of felt like a very natural career path for me, but truthfully, I didn't even realize you could do it like be a nutritionist as a career. Like I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. So I went to university of Toronto to study, to become a teacher. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a teacher and have summers off and teach high school. And like, and so, you know, my first year in university, I'm like, Oh my God, what, like, what am I doing here? (laughs) And this is not what I want to do. And so I did finish my university degree and I went on to get a BA, but uh, a bachelor of arts, but I, uh, right afterwards went to the Canadian school of natural nutrition and applied right away. And, um, just started learning that like, Oh my God, you actually can do this as a nutrition. You know, I was spending all my time like in the gym and uh, obsessed with all things health and wellness. And then I just kind of was digging and went down the rabbit hole. And then I was like, oh, you can actually do this as a career. And and so that's when I applied to CSNN and also going through just my own health issues with my period and my cycle and PMS symptoms and just really wanting to support my body. I was on the birth control pill back in the day in, in my early teens. And so my, my uh, I guess around like 16, 17. And so 
starting to learn that like this was maybe not an ideal choice. And so it was part, okay, let me enroll in nutrition school because I want to be a nutritionist, but also I'm going to become empowered to learn all these things about myself and healing and taking care of my body. So it was very twofold. I feel like I have so many follow-up questions, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get started first with, can you give us like a timeline of like when you graduated from nutrition school and then almost like bring us through those first few steps that you even took, like you have like your diploma in hand and then you're like, okay, what's next? <laughs> totally. Okay. So, oh man, I can remember having a conversation with my parents actually, because they really wanted me to get a university degree. And so I just remember that conversation, like knowing that I was going to finish off that last year, because I think I was at U of T for like four years or whatever it was, four or five years. And knowing that like, okay, I'm going to graduate here because this is what's going to make my parents happy. I'm going to finish this. But I remember telling them like, I'm going to enroll in the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition and that's what I'm doing afterwards and, you know, come fall and this is where I'm, my my path is leading me and what I'm really excited to do. So luckily I have parents that are incredibly supportive and awesome in that way, but they were still very like, well, like then what, do you, then what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Then what do you do? So, um, uh, luckily, well, I kind of figured it out. So it took a long time, but I definitely figured it out. Um, so there's that part. And then I think I totally forgot the, la- the second oh, part of your question. Yeah. I kind of did a double question for you. So, um, it was just more the timeline and then like those yes. first few steps of like being like, okay, like your parents are okay. Now what? And you're probably thinking, yeah, what are the steps I take to get started? Totally. Okay. So timeline, I graduated from CSNN over 12 years ago maybe longer than that, maybe 15 years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm trying to like think back, but yeah, probably close to 15. And, um, and so I, I will never forget. I always share this story. I will never, ever forget being in the business class and the teacher saying, do you know that you guys can charge $75 an hour for your services? And I will never forget sitting there in the corner of the classroom being like, oh my God, like my <laughs> mind was blown. I was like, I'm going to make so much money doing what I love to do. This is amazing. Like literally my mind was blown. And yeah. then I graduated and put up a website, got business cards And like months later, there was nobody banging down my door coming to work with me and it was crickets. And so I had no idea how to make it work. Like really, I had no idea. And so I... I went off to, sorry, my my dog's coming into the room. There's, there's a thunderstorm and she can hear thunder and she's terrified right now. (laughs) So, um, so I remember just really having no idea what to do. And so I thought, well, I know I want to be in this field. So I went on to like work in health food stores and, um, I was also a personal trainer. I had my my certification from way back. So I was doing some working with some personal training clients and um and then health food stores. And then I taught Pilates and I taught kickboxing. And like through there, I would try to get clients. Mm-hmm. And there would be the odd client that would come on, but I had no idea how to sell them or what my packages were or my rates and my pricing. And I was so 
brand new and didn't have that confidence in myself and that conviction in myself to really sit down and figure out pricing and my value and all of that. So it was very rocky, Mm -hmm. (laughs) very, very rocky. So, you know, for years I worked in the health and wellness space, went on from part-time in a health food store to full-time in a health food store from there, went on to becoming a sales rep. And, um, I kind of had this feeling of like, oh, the next job's going to make me happy. The next job is going to be the thing that fulfills me. And so I kept having this like one and a half year expiry at all these jobs that I was going to. Mm -hmm. And then um, as a sales rep, I had some more freedom in terms of being on the road and managing my own schedule. And that felt really great. But of course, I was still working for somebody else and I couldn't utilize my gifts or my ideas. And I just still felt like so like restricted and knowing that there was something more for me to do. And then I got fired from that job, got another sales rep job. And so finally in this, in the last sales rep job, I was at this point starting to be like, okay, I know that this isn't the path for me. And I want to coach people. I want to have my own business. I don't really know what this all looks like, but I started to really dip my toes into the world of like just network networking with other people learn going to marketing events when there used to be events back in the day right mm-hmm. and like going to these events and going to these things and just starting to learn and so i started to like put myself out there and it got a little bit more strategic with my services and my pricing and and um i think at this time i was kind of new to the world of social media so mm-hmm. like i was kind of using Facebook. I was spending more time on Twitter, but like just putting myself out there and again, networking and connecting with people. And from there, that would bring me some clients and that, and then those clients would bring me referrals. So it started very organically, very, very slow for sure. And then, um, Sure enough, I ended up also getting fired from that, (laughs) from that (laughs) last, yeah, it was. And it's funny because I was going to quit because I was starting to get this momentum in my own business. And it was at this point where I'm like, if I really want to commit to this and make this work, I need to have both feet in the door here. And so I think it's time that I let this job go. But like literally two weeks before I was going to quit, they let me go. And I shouldn't really say fired because it's not like I did anything wrong, but they were just you know, revamping their company and, and changing. And so they let, you know, they let a bunch of us go. And so um I always say like the universe did for me what I couldn't do for myself. And Mm. basically there was no plan B Mm -hmm. got let go from that job. I celebrated because I was like, this is the beginning of something amazing. I don't even know what that amazingness looks like, but I'm trusting it. And that's kind of how I really started and how I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going full in. I'm going to figure out how to make this work. I love that. Thank you for sharing. I mean, I find that super inspiring. And I think those listening probably can maybe even see themselves in your story. You know, those that maybe graduated and then work in a health food store or maybe work at their nine to five. And this is a dream on the side. And I think like just showing that you can make it work in multiple ways. Like, like you said, it kind of almost took off when you put two feet in and went full on. Um, But you know, the fact that you just kept with it, like, I don't think everybody's cut out for that. And it's a very special skill to have in business is, okay, door closes in the face, keep going, keep going, keep going. And it sounds like you were really 
don't know if tenacious is the right word, but you like really just kept going. And obviously that has taken you to where you are today, which is super inspiring. Awesome. Well, thank you. That means a lot. It really, really does. Yeah. Well, I'm really just kind of curious, like, um, well, it sounds like things kind of naturally happen. You had some maybe like personal training clients come in as nutrition clients and, and spiral from there. Um, so did you start off in hormones? Um, cause I know that's like a focus for your business. I think also like metabolic health now is a focus for your business. Yes. Um, did you start in those places or did that take a while to get there? Yeah, it took a little bit of time to get there. I, I knew I obviously wanted to coach people and work with women. And I, as I started to learn more about niching down and just kind of getting more of a focus on the kind of client I wanted to work with, it made sense to work with women who have gone through similar issues that I went through. So mm-hmm. wanting to come off the birth control pill and, you know, support their cycle and do that through, you know, real whole food nutrition and just nourishing their body with nutrition and supporting their hormones with nutrition, that was, that was kind of it, but it was still very vague. Um, so I initially was that, that was really initially where I started. And so I was kind of calling myself like the period fixer upper. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really what I was doing initially. And I was like, this is where I feel experienced and well-versed in. So I'm going to support others and connecting with their cycle and nourishing their cycle. And so that's, that's kind of where I started. And then um, from there, it just, it naturally kind of took its own course, which I think most practitioners will, that will happen with most practitioners. You just start with one thing. And as you grow and evolve, and as your clients grow and evolve, like it's going to naturally transition. And so from there, I would constantly get women reaching out to work with me and also wanting to lose weight. And then Mm. I was like, I don't want to be a weight loss coach. Like, this is not what I want to do. But so many women kept kept asking for that weight loss support. And then I was like, okay, there's clearly, like, they clearly need support here. And I don't just want to send them off to, I don't know, just Weight Watchers or whatever it is. I Mm. really want to support them in a truly like therapeutic nourishing way. And so it started to be PMS and weight loss and mm-hmm. and then PCOS and weight loss. And then women would come to me with thyroid issues and weight loss. And so it just started to kind of spiral from there. And so hormones kind of broaden, mm-hmm. um, you know, becoming more like thyroid issues and adrenal issues and menopause, um, autoimmune issues. And so it just kind of started to branch out from there naturally. So that's when I was like, okay, instead of period fixer upper, I'm feeling more of a hormone fixer upper right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. But it, it definitely, it, it took me time to even get to that idea of being the period fixer upper, because for years prior to that, it was just like, I'll work with anybody and everybody, like whoever's going to pay me. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So I was Mm -hmm. doing men's health and women's health and kids nutrition and family nutrition, like all just, it was so random and all sorts of conditions and ailments. And it was exhausting because you're creating all kinds of new protocols for so many different people and so much work and so much time. And that process actually taught me a lot because it it helped me to realize like I don't want to work with men's health. I don't want to do kids nutrition. I don't, you know, and so that helped me narrow down to okay, I want to work with women, but even then that was still very broad. 
So it, it, it took a couple years to truly get to that place of being like, oh, period health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I think is so real, you know, like we're, we're people with lots of dimensions. So it's like, you might not nail the, the thing like right away. Right. It's like, we right. kind of need to meander through that path to be like, oh, I tried this. And then that opened up this door and that opened up that door. Totally. Um, I, I'm totally, yeah. I love that you shared that. And I'm a believer and, you know, you kind of almost need to follow where it goes. Um, to find that sweet spot and that like zone of genius where you're like really meant to be. Um, I'm curious if a kind of almost looking back and I know you do um, mentorship and coaching now for health practitioners as well. So do you almost like make it a, not a requirement, but do you give a lot of advice on like, try to niche down as much as you can early on to almost avoid what you went through for years? Or do you like your clients going through that learning phase of trying different things with different people to kind of get where they need to be? Yeah. So that's a great question. I, it's kind of a bit of both. Obviously, if you're just starting out and you haven't worked with anybody and you don't have the experience, you're probably not going to have 100% clarity on your niche. Like you're, you're just not. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people graduate from school and they're like, I know exactly the person I want to work with. Like, sure. There's some of those unicorns that know exactly what they want to do. And that's totally cool. But for the most part, I'd say a lot of the students I, I coach and work with, they, they really don't know. They have an idea, mm-hmm. but that idea is still fairly vague. And so for me, I just tell them like, let's just run with that. Like whatever that idea is right now, let's still fine tune it a little bit and let's just run with that. Because the more you sit back and think about it and overthink it and get into your head over it, it just kind of paralyzes you and you don't take action. And so for me, I'm just like, the action is going to come from or sorry, the clarity is going to come from taking the action. So let's just take the idea you have now. Let's refine it a little bit. Let's run with that. Go take action. And then through there, you're going to have more clarity and more refinement, but you just, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's great advice. I think so many people, like you said, they, they're kind of just waiting until they have nailed it down a hundred percent. And then they're like, okay, now I'm going to go. But like you said, it's like, you don't even get the clarity until you're in, in it. And you're like, oh, okay. Now this makes more sense. And this feels a little bit better. So yeah. Yeah. Great answer with that one. I, I totally agree. Ready to start your nutrition business, but have no idea what steps you need to take? No problem. That's exactly why I've created a completely free workshop for you called Six Steps to Start Your Nutrition Biz and Sign Your First Paying Clients. In this on-demand workshop, I'm sharing my six-step roadmap to starting a successful nutrition business without a huge social media following or years of experience. I'll also share the top three mistakes I see most new nutritionists making when starting their business and how to avoid them, and the must-have tools you need to run a successful nutrition business and wow your clients from day one. Oh, and did I mention that the workshop is completely free? Sign up at stephanielong.ca slash workshop and get instant access right now. Now I'm curious, kind of like, you know, at this point you graduated, you had those like few years of like back and forth, you, you kind of like fell into the, um, the pocket of doing hormones and refining things as you went. Now, when did your business kind of almost hit like a point where it was just going up and up and up, you know, things like the podcast started, um, getting more clients, starting online courses, like, has that just been a progression over the years? Or was there a point where things were just like clicking 
and like, wow, this business is growing. Totally. So I don't even know if I have an exact timeline, but I, I know within that very first year of going full force into my business, I was pretty much able to make, I think like basically cover off what, what I was making in my full-time job. So within that first year, and that happened because when I decided to go full in, I actually hired a coach and Mm. I spent my time and my energy and my money learning marketing versus taking nutrition course after nutrition course after nutrition course, which is what so many of us do. And so I really went full in. And so within that first year, I definitely managed to, to really get some momentum. And then I, from there just started to uh, just branch out a little bit in terms of like, okay, now I have a bigger audience and now the email list is growing. And so what more can I offer and do things in a way that's also leveraging my time? So I was creating some online programs, um, even just some like low barrier programs. And then I was also, because I was now having the experience and getting testimonials, my pricing started to reflect that. So my rates went up. Um, and then, um, from there, the podcast actually didn't happen until 2018. Mm -hmm. So I've been growing my online business for about seven years now. And I, yeah, I didn't start the podcast until 2018. So of course, you know, we start out in our businesses and we want to do all of the things. Um, but I just, for me, it was first and foremost, Let me get paying one-to-one clients through the door. Let me focus on that, build some great testimonials and experience around that. And then I can work on scaling that and raising the prices around that. And then as that started to build and I really had the momentum and ongoing clients with that, then online programs came and then Mm -hmm. was working and building that and kind of scaling that a little bit. And then um, from there... I don't even know exactly what came next, but the podcast landed in 2018. And that was just at a time where I was like, okay, I feel like I'm, I have this consistency and this momentum in my business. It's growing, it's scaling. We have ongoing clients, you know, programs are selling, like things are sustainable and great. And so and and I feel great with like my content creation and all of that. I've built a community over these last few years. Now I have the time and the space to expand. What does that look like? And then that's when podcasting fell into my lap and that felt like a natural sort of transition. So then I brought on the podcast and um, obviously that helped with our reach. And then because of the podcast, I was able to create some really great relationships like brand relationships and sponsorships. So that became another revenue stream. Um, So it was just kind of this natural progression. And it was just like one thing first, focus on that. Let's get that to a place where we feel really good with it. And then now we can create the time and the space for the next thing. And then same thing, right? And so, um, and trust me, it doesn't, it gets messy along the way. It's not all perfect. (laughs) You have ideas and squirrel brain and you're over here a little bit and over here a little bit and you kind of have to reel yourself back in, right? (laughs) But overall, that's really, um, at the end of the day, I really had to reel myself in to focus 
um, so that I could build that momentum and, and, uh, and then from there create the capacity to, to start expanding. So yeah. yeah. And well, I mean, each thing requires so much energy and attention. Like even totally. when you create an online program or online course and it's maybe low barrier, like a hundred dollars, like there's still some marketing that needs to happen there. Totally. And then it's like, if you have a couple of those plus a podcast, plus social media, it's like, no wonder people get overwhelmed. So I love the advice of like, you know, almost just like start small scale, like bring things in as you're getting bigger, as you like use the word capacity, as you can you know, have more space and time and, and then like have this like full business model, you know, that gradually happened versus all at once. And then you totally. kind of burn out and you're like, I can't do it. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Smaller steps over time. Yep. Now, did you have any, um, well advice for kind of almost new nutritionists or people that maybe are like more beginner stage and want to market and put themselves out there, but aren't yeah, ready for a podcast or ready for online courses yet? What could they do like today to put themselves out there? Totally. I think that, I mean, there's multiple things that they can do. At the end of the day, we all have to take action in a way that feels aligned for us. And that's going to look different for everybody. So there may be somebody who is brand new and the thing they want to start with is a podcast. Great. You know, yeah. go and do that. If that's going to be the thing that's you're going to put your time and energy into to building, then great, go and do that. Whereas there might be somebody else who's like, oh, I really want to coach and I want to create a signature program and bring on clients. So I think at the end of the day, it's just getting clear on what does that look like for you? Where where do you want to start? Do you want to start with podcasting? Do you want to start with a group program? Do you want to start with one-to-one clients? Let's just get clear on that and then create a strategy mm-hmm. for what that's going to look like and how you're going to map that all out and then taking aligned action from there. So there are a million and one ways to grow your business and to bring in money. So it doesn't have to be just one way, but I think starting with just one way is very important because again, we only have so much bandwidth and capacity. And what happens is when we overload ourselves with so many things, we get to a place of burnout, but we also get to this place of like, oh, nothing's working. You know, this is so hard and takes so much time and nothing's working. And it's like, actually, you're just spreading yourself too thin amongst like five different projects. Yeah. Focus on the one thing and give it the time and the refinement it's going to build, but it it needs time. Like, and I think that's that's probably the biggest thing for newbies to really keep in mind is that it takes time. And I don't know what that timeline is gonna look for you because the timeline looks different for everybody. And so I think it's so easy to get caught up in the online world of like, look what so and so is doing or how much so and so is making. And and we just we don't really know how much time and energy is actually going into that thing, right? Like it's easy to look at me now and be like, wow, she's got all these things in this big brand. And it's like, but there's like 15 plus years of experience and work and grit and resilience and failures and all of that behind me. So it, it looks easy now, but it took a long time. So we just have to like trust that process and recognize that it's just going to take some time. So really commit to that. 
Yeah. Again, great advice. I I think you're nailing it all. And um, (laughs) I resonate with all of this. I'm just like, yes, this is, this is great. And I think it's just so nice for that reminder of like, it's going to be different for everyone, which I think also is, um, a good reminder to find the thing that feels good to you. Like totally. why do a podcast if you hate talking and expressing totally. yourself in that way? <laughs> or I know we were talking beforehand, like I don't use video with the podcast because right. it stresses me out. So, you yep. know, like that's going to stop me from actually doing the thing. So yep. finding the pieces, the marketing pieces or the things in your business that like actually bring you joy. Cause you know, I can even see that with you, you know, all of the things you're talking about is there's excitement there. There's joy. I'm sure there's frustration and overwhelming (laughs) confusion and all of those things, but it just seems like you are so excited to do your business at the end of the day. And that translates so much across, you know, any kind of platform and people really feel that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Anything else for um, like a new nutritionist, like maybe even for a second, we could talk about like platforms they could use or like um, programs they could invest in. Like I know one I recommend a lot is practice better. Maybe you have some different ones or things that really work for you and your clients. Yeah. Well, I mean, practice better is great, especially if you're going to be coaching clients. Um, it's going to really keep you organized and whatnot um, with tracking your protocols and all of that. So that's really great. Um, I think, you know, at least in our business mentorship program, like the foundational ones that we always talk about and recommend is that number one, you need an email marketing platform. So there's so many out there. We typically recommend AWeber because it's cost-effective. It doesn't have to be AWeber, but it's just an easy platform to use. It's cost-effective and it's a great place to start. Um, But there's so many. So just email marketing for sure. Like hands down, that's going to need to be an investment for sure in your business. And then typically like a landing page platform. Mm -hmm. So it could be click funnels or lead pages. Again, there's so many different ones. Also, depending on the type of email marketing platform you choose, sometimes they already have integrated uh, landing pages in there that you could build too. So, um, yeah, there's, those are probably the two most that I I definitely recommend and, um, that we always work with our students with and, um, Canva is awesome. Mm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It is so great. Like having the pro account is not very expensive for the year and you get access to so much. And so if you're creating eBooks and webinars and, just, you know, handouts or whatever it might be, social media images and posts. Like there's just so much on there that you can choose from and, and work with to create. And you don't need to be a, a epic designer in order to use them. So yeah, I love Canva. Um, probably Zoom would be another one too. Yeah. I know we're probably all experiencing Zoom fatigue at this point, but you know, you want to see your clients and uh, especially too, if you're doing webinars or trainings or things like that, it's it's probably a, a good platform to have as well. So those are some of the big ones that I would say are are really, really important. And at the end of the day, they don't have to be super expensive, but the it's important to invest in them because at the end of the day, like that's your overhead. Like in the mm-hmm. beginning, it's probably not even hundred dollars a month, you know, roughly. And that's your overhead for your business. And so you can build an epic, massive business with just those very few platforms. I know. I feel like a lot of people 
get stressed when it comes to those monthly payments for the business. But I always like to kind of give a, a slight reality check that like, let's say you owned a restaurant, let's think of all the overhead there, you know, everything from like, you know, the groceries to like the napkins on the table, like those are high overheads. Totally. So we are in such a good position to be able to have like a lower cost to run our business and the opportunity yeah. to reach people from all over the world. So I love that you're totally. you're big on investing because it's just going to bring back more income into the business, I'm sure. 100%. And the sooner you can like streamline and have those systems in place, it makes so much, it makes everything so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So to finish off, I would love for you to just share maybe like a little bit about what's next for your business, like any maybe projects you want to sneak peek or anything yeah. that's kind of happening. And then, and then we can maybe go into you sharing about your mentorship and and steps for um, people to kind of get to know more about what you can support them with. Awesome. Yeah. So I currently don't, or I currently no longer work with nutrition clients Mm -hmm. one-to-one. So we do have nutrition coaches that do work with one-to-one clients and inside our business, um, but I do not do that anymore. And um, so I've really pivoted to spending a lot of time and focus and energy within our business mentorship program. That's where I spend my time coaching and working with clients one-to-one. And um, so in terms of what's next is just really continuing to grow that and make that program even better. And I'm always refining and finding ways of, as I'm sure you are in your own Mm -hmm. business, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what can I make better here? What can I fix here, tweak here? So that's always an ongoing project. And specifically in the nutrition space, I, you know, have to, after going through my own journey of autoimmune Hashimoto, autoimmune Hashimoto's and just healing my thyroid and whatnot, um, and just really diving deep into the world of metabolic health, um, I've really kind of landed in the space of just like pro-metabolic nutrition. And so I'm really excited about that. And, you know, nutrition is always going to be a passion of mine. And uh, I even though I no longer coach clients one-to-one, I'm still very passionate about sharing the information. It's just in different formats, right? So social media, podcasting, um, you know, interviews like this. So um, I'm still very much interested to do that. Um, It's just, I don't have the capacity to work with clients one-to-one. So um, I'll be launching a sort of pro-metabolic thyroid program in the fall. So I'm really excited about that. It'll just be self-paced, really helping women reconnect back to their intuition when it comes to eating, Mm -hmm. um, trusting their bodies and um, connecting back to really those ancestral roots and what it means to live and eat in an ancestral way. So I'm really excited for that. So that will be coming out in the fall. So I'm just trying to find the time to record all of that. Uh, It's a big project, right? It's like, oh, I'll just whip this thing up. But um, there's so much that goes into it, right? Totally. I'm sure you have systems now over years of doing courses that it probably is a lot faster, but yes. But still, I'm like, (laughs) wow, this is taking me a long time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Um, So working on that, which is why I've told my community it's coming, but I'm like, I don't have a date because I I have no idea. (laughs) The fall (laughs) is the plan. Um, So there's that. And then... um, and then, yeah, just like the, the mentorship for sure. Those, so those are kind of the, the two, the two big things. 
And where can people find info for each one of those? Yeah. So anything on the the nutrition side of our business, head on over to holisticwellness.ca. And then the mentorship specifically, you can head on over to samanthagladish.com forward slash mentorship. And um, pretty much in that program. So that's a nine month program and um, we need time. We need time to work with our students and help them, you know, build things and systemize uh, systemize things. So uh, we basically take our clients through sort of three phases of, you know, first phase, really understanding like lead generation and implementing like your lead magnet funnel and really narrowing down on your niche and understanding list building. And then we move into like signature webinars and signature programs. So it's like more of that, um, like creating the system that's actually going to sell and then kind of moving into just amplifying all of that and amplifying sales. And so um, it's really fun. I love it. Uh, As I'm sure you feel for yourself, you Mm -hmm. probably started in the the nutrition space and then kind of move over. Yeah. You fall in love with marketing, right? Absolutely. And I was just going to say, I I know a few people that have gone through your mentorship and loved it and rave about it and has been so helpful for them. So um, although I haven't taken it myself, I can say that it seems like a really good program. And I think just like you said, like giving them the time to get that like strong foundation that's going to last for a lifetime of their business, not just like it's there and then they're never going to use it. Like this is you literally setting them up for success, which is amazing. Oh, totally. Yeah. And thank you. That, that means a ton. And and I know I've had students that have come from you and so vice versa. (laughs) So it's awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, there are some key foundational strategies when it comes to marketing that we can be putting in place. Yes. Um, and they've been working for years and you know they're going to continue to work. But um, so we want to use those strategies and get that in place. And at the same time, we want to do it in a way that's aligned with us, that makes sense to us. So I'm not here to be like, it better be like this or that's yeah. it. But it's yeah. like, okay, let's take a bit of this and let's weave in what feels right for you because ultimately yeah. it's your business, right? And so I want you to feel excited and inspired by it, even though I'm probably going to make you feel really <laughs> uncomfortable doing yeah, a lot of different video. things and <laughs> learning new things. For yeah. sure, it's going to be uncomfortable, but yeah. um, you know, you got to get on the other side of that discomfort because that's where all the magic is. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have shown us that that's possible. Just kind of, I like that, like thought of you just like almost leaving that past life and like, you know, of working for all these different jobs and then, you know, being let go and then like putting your two feet in this new doorway and then like this whole big expanse opening for you, which like, yeah, it just Uh. seems so amazing. I think it's so possible. Obviously you've been able to do it. And just for those listening, like, um, I mean, you probably have so many skills that it made that possible for you, but it's, if it's possible for you, I'm sure it's possible for people listening as well. Totally. 100%. And you know, that's the thing that's so important is that these skills can be learned. Mm-hmm. They can be learned just like we went to school to learn nutrition and to learn how to put protocols together. And it's the same thing when it comes to marketing. If you invest in that and kind of like go to marketing school, so to say, right. So to speak, you're going to learn, you're going to learn those skills. So invest in those skills because otherwise you just went to nutrition school and then that all of that amazing knowledge is just sitting there, you know, or you went to naturopathic school or whatever it is, 
Yeah. And all that knowledge is just sitting there. So let's amplify it by really putting in the marketing strategies. Yeah. Oh, well, I love this conversation so much. Awesome, me too. I will definitely have to have you on again to like share on a specific topic. Um, I think you're just like a wealth of information. So I'll make so sure nice. I get the, the right thing to bring you back on for. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. And I'll make sure to put all of the links in the show notes so people can check out the mem- mentorship and your nutrition programs as well. So thank Amazing. you so much for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.